We're going to be talking with a couple of our community partners. Um, so One Life Partners um, with um, Elliot Ramirez for Soulful, which works in the Richmond neighborhood, um, and Martha Sanelius, um, who works with Solidarity here in this building in the Maple neighborhood. Um, she also partners with Jasmine Perez over in the, the Garnett neighborhood. Um, and so three different neighborhoods that, that are represented that um, One Life has had the honor of uh, partnering with them, supporting the work that they're doing. Um, they're doing a lot of really great stuff. And a lot of our partnership kind of happens behind the scenes. You know, I get to have conversations with them, hear about the wonderful things that they're doing, but we want to bring them in front of the rest of you so you guys could hear about what they're doing. Um, just to kind of get a picture of, of what, what we get to be a part of as, as we partner with them. Um, kind of find out some other ways that you guys can get involved if you're interested. And also, they just have so much to teach us um, just from their experience. So we're going to go ahead and get started. So, um, and, and one little detail too. Martha's going to be speaking in Spanish. Um, I'll be translating for her. She was really thoughtful to print out her responses too. So help me out if I get stuck. So um, yeah, we'll just go ahead and get started. If you guys can just tell us um, about the work that you're doing and the communities that you're a part of. Martha, do you want to start? Okay. Well, yeah, so uh, as you guys know, I'm, I'm a part of Soulful um, this year, which has been an amazing wild ride for me over the last course of the year. But um, we serve mainly in the Richmond community. In the past, Soulful has had uh, multiple campuses. But as it stands right now, um, Soulful is uh, mainly at the Richmond community. And so that's kind of the main community that we work in and around. Um, but we have we have people from all over Fullerton that end up helping us. Um, but that's that's kind of the the space that we have been occupying for a few years now, actually uh, several years now. And so that's kind of where a lot of the roots have been set. Um, and it's just essentially it's something that has Soulful is so interesting in, in that it just kind of has taken its own life. Um, and it started as as essentially just a summer program substitute. Uh, for this, the Fullerton School District, because there was no summer program at the time. I think it was like in 2010, I want to say. And so it was just kind of like something that churches put together really quick to kind of substitute the fact that there was no summer school. Um, but what ended up happening was just way more than anyone could have anticipated, I feel. And so it turned from summer program to summer program, turned into student leadership program, then student leadership program kind of like running the summer program. So it just kind of like had a life of its own that birthed from what was really just an obedience call from a lot of church leaders in the community. So um, it's really kind of inspiring to, to kind of see the life that it's taken. And um, that's mainly kind of just in one quick little summary what, what Soulful is and uh, what I'm involved in in the community that we, that we serve. So yeah. Um, buenos días a todos. Para los que no me conozcan, mi nombre es Marta Sanelias y trabajo aquí para la organización de Solidarity aquí en este edificio. En este momento estoy trabajando haciendo eventos culturales, eventos hispanos y también celebramos celebraciones americanas. Tenemos estudio bíblico, hago clases de cocina, clases de decoración, manualidades. También se requiere, si se requiere, puedo dar clases de computación, lo básico, para padres que no tienen un correo electrónico. También estamos trabajando en cuidar nuestro pequeño jardín que recién, recientemente plantamos algunos um, vegetales y frutas. Estoy trabajando también con el otro programa de Garnet, tratando de juntar los dos grupos que, y que puedan tener las mismas oportunidades que las mamás de aquí. 
Por último, estoy trabajando con la organización de MySafe Harbor en un curso para madres que tienen una duración de casi un año, en el cual 14 de las mamás, um, uh, es que esperemos en Dios que todas puedan graduarse en diciembre. Eso es en lo que ahorita estoy trabajando. All right, so Martha is working with Solidarity um, here in this building in 601 um, in the Maple neighborhood. And Martha really does so much. <laughs> She's got a lot of things going on. And so a few of those things, um, they do some cultural events, um, Hispanic events, American celebrations. They have a Bible study. They do cooking classes, decorations classes, crafts. Um, and at times, too, they're also teaching um, basic computer skills. Um, for, for parents here in the neighborhood, some who, you know, don't even have an email address, haven't really used computers, and, and Martha is taking what, what she's learned, what she knows, and, and teaching the parents. Um, they're also taking care of the, the garden that was planted a couple weeks ago during Love Fullerton. They've got this community garden out here, which One Life is, is partnering with Solidarity in. Um, and Martha is also, as I had said, she's also working um, with Jasmine over in the Garnet neighborhood, um, providing some of those same opportunities for the moms in Garnet and really bringing those two communities together. Um, they're, they're also partnering with Safe Harbor to offer a class for moms um, from both Maple and Garnet that are. Oh, it's just Maple. Sorry, just some of the Maple moms, um, and that's that's a program that lasts. It's almost a year that it that it goes on, and the moms come once a week for for classes, um, and and they'll hopefully hopefully be graduating from that in November. So those are all the money things that that Martha is running. Yeah. Um, and now, can you guys tell us just how did you get involved in the work that you're doing, and and what is it that's kind of the motivation to to keep you going? <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, I, it's a, there's a lot, I guess, that kind of goes into how I got involved, but I think to make, to make things short and sweet, um, it, it was really kind of, <laughs> um, it was really just a, an act of, of God's movement in my life. And I think, um, a moment in my life that maybe a lot of us um, may have come to a point in our lives over the last two, three years because of the pandemic, but it was a moment in my life where I, I definitely had a choice to make. Um, and he was definitely extending a hand of of, um, of grace, I think. But really, just uh, in in 29th or I guess what 20, early 2021, um, I on a personal level was still trying to figure out what my life was looking like um, during the pandemic and trying to figure out work and just a lot of the things that I feel make a person feel safe and like secure and that has a way in the world um, were not happening for me. And so a lot of what I was going through mentally was not. Um, there was not like much hope really. It was just a lot of despair and doom and gloom. And again, I don't feel unique in that because obviously a lot of us went through our own situations with that. Um, but that's just where I was for sure. Um, and so when Soulful kind of came to my home, literally, I think the first time I ever met like any of the Soulful students, um, they were at my house like planning for the next Soulful like summer program. Um, I was just not in a space where like, I mean, I didn't even really want to socialize with people, much less like contribute and like volunteer and help. Uh, there was nothing I felt I could contribute to my community at the state that I was in. Um, so that I just really had no desire to. Um, but God did not have that plan for me. And um, thankfully to, to Janice, who is a huge, uh, I'm going to shout her out, but Janice is a huge, huge, just core thread of Soulful. And uh, thanks to her and her diligence, she, she kind of just like pressed ever so softly. And um, I ended up, you know, just kind of doing it because I was like, you know what, 
I don't really have much else going on, like why not? And what ended up happening was just profound. Um, to, to be at this summer program where essentially the kids, so I mean, I say kids, but the students from around seventh grade to college age, um, they essentially run the whole thing. They essentially do everything, like, and they do it well. It's not like they try to do a summer program, it's like they do it and they do it well. Um, and I think for me, as an adult, kind of seeing the, the environment that the world is kind of going through at the moment, which at the time there was still the riots going on, a lot of like unrest in every possible way. And then just to see like this coordinated act of love that these like young people were embarked on and doing well, uh, really kind of opened a lot of things up for me on a personal level. And I realized after a week being with the kids that like I wasn't there <laughs> to give them anything. Like, I was actually there to learn everything from them about how to be community, about how to be a church, honestly. Um, and so a lot of the things that ended up happening on a personal level happened as a result of seeing the kids at Soulful. So when I got the opportunity to actually jump in and serve, um, I just, I felt like it was the most clear thing that had happened to me over the last, like, year and a half. And I knew, like, I may not have known what was going on with my job and everything else, but I knew I felt God's pull and asking me to, to jump in and serve. And I'm so happy I did, because it, it, it turned out to be a wild, great ride, and it led me here. So um, that's kind of how I got involved. It's, it's, it was more of a personal thing that grew into an amazing work that God is, is doing in the community. But um, I just love that he used like personal stories to kind of connect that all. And, um, yeah, so that's, that's kind of how I got involved. It was very random, but very also, I think, um, intentional as well. So yeah. Okay, um, mi historia es muy larga, así que la haré breve. Um, anteriormente había tocado muchas puertas, uh, inclusive la de mi iglesia, pero la puerta me la cerraron. Por medio de programas de mis hijos, um, un día conocí a la señorita Meg, la encargada del programa de Después de Escuela. Al dejar a mis hijos con ella, se dio cuenta que algo estaba mal conmigo y me preguntó si, si necesitaba um, ayuda y que si estaba bien. Uh, y le platiqué mi problema y ella inmediatamente me consoló y me dijo, voy a ver qué podemos hacer con tu problema. Al día siguiente mi problema ya estaba resuelto. Me dijo que podría ir con mis, um, al trabajo con ella y podría hacer mis horas voluntarias con ella. Entonces con ella empecé, gracias a ella, con ella empecé aquí, limpiando, limpiando aquí el, el edificio. Um, tiempo después, uh, había pasado un año y tuve que decirle lo mismo, necesitaba yo un tiempo, un trabajo ya de, de trabajo que me pagaran. Entonces, volví a preguntarle a Meg uh, y decirle que si me podían ayudar, me volvió a decir que iba a ver que podía arreglar con mi problema. Entonces, me volvió a decir que mi problema ya estaba resuelto, que tal vez no era el trabajo completo, pero era medio tiempo, entonces no podía creer que Dios era tan grande, que fuera tan grande y tan generoso conmigo. Um, porque después, tiempo después, llegó una organización que quería hacer unas encuestas aquí en este edificio y que necesitaban a una persona para encargarse de ese programa y me dijo la señorita Meg. Marta, ¿por qué no puedes aplicar para este trabajo? Tú puedes y te pagarán más dinero. Automáticamente mi respuesta uh, que le di es que no, 
porque no estaba capacitada para este trabajo y me miró y me dijo, claro que sí, tú puedes con esto y con mucho más. Y le dije, si tú confías en mí, está bien, trataré de no defraudarte y de ahí en adelante supe gracias a esta persona que podía lograr todo lo que me propusiera y gracias a ella y en mi Dios, hoy estoy donde estoy por esa oportunidad, esa confianza y ese amor que tuvo en mí. Eso es lo que me mantiene estar en este trabajo, porque gracias a este trabajo he logrado muchas cosas que jamás hubiera imaginado. Gracias, Meg. Really beautiful what she just shared. Um, she's gonna let the rest of you in on it. Um, so Marissa was saying her her story's really long, but she's just uh, trying to, to shorten it a little bit. Um, but basically, several years ago, um, she kind of there were a lot of kind of doors that had been closed for her, including um, within her church. Um, and her at the time, her kids were coming to um, to solidarity to the after school programs um, that were going on here, and so she had met Meg. Um, through that program. Um, and there was one day after she had dropped off her kids um, that May could tell that there was something bothering Martha. And so she kind of asked her what was going on um, and, and asked if she was okay. And Martha had told her what was going on. And, and right away, you know, May just kind of offered some, some comfort for her and, and had said um, that she was going to kind of look and see what they could do to, to kind of help Martha out. And so the next day, May came to Martha and, and she said um, that, Basically, Martha had to do um, some volunteer hours, and so she said she could come to um, here to the community center to do her hours. So she started out um, cleaning the building, doing these volunteer hours. Um, after about a year had gone by, she came to me again and she said, I'm not able to volunteer anymore. I need um, to actually get a paid job, have some income coming in. Um, and so Meg had, had went and talked to some other people at Solidarity again, to see, you know, what, what can we do? You know, Martha's been here serving faithfully. How can we help her out? Um, and so um, from that, then they were, um, there, was, there was an organization that came in, right? Was it the organization that came in at that time, right? Um, there was an organization that came that um, was needing, wanting someone to, to kind of go around the neighborhood doing some different surveys. Um, and so, Meg said to Martha, why don't you apply for this? You can, you can take this on, you have the ability to do it. And at first Martha said no, because she just didn't think that she had what was needed. She didn't have the capabilities um, to do this job. Um, but, but Meg saw something in Martha. She saw, she saw her abilities and, and she called that out and, and Meg encouraged her to, to apply for it. Um, and so Martha took, took that job um, and that was kind of what started her working um, here with Solidarity. Um, and she was saying that, you know, how impactful that was that, um, that somebody saw something in her, that she didn't realize that, that she had that ability, but of someone seeing that in her and, and trusting her with the responsibility um, and caring for her, um, that really impacted her um, to see that, that she could achieve more than, than she had imagined that she could. Um, and that that's, that's part of why she is still in this job. It's been, what, nine years, right? Um, nine years that she's been working for Solidarity. And, um, and one of the beautiful things, this is kind of my two cents adding it in, um, but one of the beautiful <laughs> things is that just as, as Martha is just expressing how impactful that was for her to have somebody believe in her 
that she has done that over and over and over again with the moms in this neighborhood. Um, so taking what she has experienced um, and getting that back and doing the same thing for others. Um, and that so many moms who have, have come through this space in the same ways that, that they have um, been able to achieve more than they thought they could achieve. They have um, been able to grow because Martha sees them and, and trusts in them and calls out the good in them. It's really beautiful to see. Yeah. And I, I love kind of what some, a theme that both of you guys shared was that in, in the work that you guys are doing now, it, it wasn't even necessarily something that you guys were seeking out, but, but there was somebody that invited you into it. Um, and you were just <laughs> obedient to the call, um, accepted the invitation, and, and it's been a beautiful um, part of your guys' story. Um, next, can you share just, I know you guys have so many stories, but just, just share one story that kind of captures the heart of the work that you're doing. Um, well, yeah, I, there is, there's a lot of stories, but um, I, think, I think for me, Anytime I talk about soulful, and I'm, I might deviate a little bit, but anytime I talk about soulful, um, it's really important for me to understand, for people uh, to understand just how unique it is, um, because it's 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 something that like has stayed consistent as a community, despite structural um, what some might call inconsistencies, um, because soulful was never actually like. Uh, an organization in in, a, in its own right. It was always supported by uh, local churches, which is how it started. It was like literally a bunch of churches. In fact, I think, actually, I know that Tommy Nixon, someone who's very familiar to this church, Tommy Nixon was the guy who started it. Um, and and over the years, um, different churches have kind of taken the lead on um, on kind of handling soulful. But despite the changes, right, people coming and going, which is is normal. Um, the community itself has stayed like so strong. I mean, there's kids that have been there since like second grade who are like getting ready to graduate. Like kids who have been there for a long time who have roots in this community who love it deeply. And they have remained so consistent. Now, I also have to again mention that the Lee family, Janice um, and the Lee family have been such faithful servants to this community. And so I think a lot of the credit has to go to them to being consistent with that. But what's really incredible to me and this is, this is why I want to start with this, is that like, to me, looking from the outside looking, especially being new, it's very clear that God loves this community and is willing to use anyone who is willing to serve. Anyone. It doesn't matter who, where, from where. Like, it doesn't matter. As long as you have a heart, he'll use you. And if I'm not living testimony to that, like, I don't know what is. Um, but that's, that's kind of how I see Soulful, and I want to invite you guys to kind of understand that too, because it's really, really unique in that sense. Um, and so one of the stories that kind of highlights this point, I think, was um, at the end, so after the summer program that runs two weeks in the, the middle of July, we have our student leaders gather and we have like one final night where we have dinner and we celebrate another uh, job well done. And Janice, for all her big heart, um, just like spends time like writing all of these certificates of achievement for every student leader. And they're all unique. They're all like well thought out. and. Um, during this like time and the space created, um, there was a little bit of an air that this might be the last time we ever have Soulful. Because at the time, I, I, we didn't know what was gonna happen. Um, and so with this kind of air of finality um, in the room, Janice kind of gave the student leaders an opportunity to share what Soulful has meant to them, you know? Um, and so one by one, like, kids started to warm up and started to kind of share their story. And, 
um, something, something that kind of stuck with me. There's, there's two things from that moment that stuck with me. One is one of our student leaders, LJ, um, such, a, such a brilliant guy um, and such a passion for, for kids and being a teacher, really. But um, he shared about how after he had done the program, uh, this was before there was actually a student leadership part to the program, so it was just a summer program. But after the program, um, he graduated, so it's only for second through sixth graders. And once he was in seventh grade, he like loved it so much, he still wanted to be a part of it. And so he showed up the next summer. Even though he knew he wouldn't actually be able to be in the program, he, he just wanted to be there. Um, and at the time, there was no student leadership aspect to Soulful, so there was really not much for him to do. Um, and I think the first time around, he got, he got kind of like chewed away. Like, uh, sorry, you know, you're graduated, you're too old. But Janice, um, he, he, he told the story, he's like, Janice, I just want to thank you. Because I remember that you were the person that advocated for me and, and I pushed for there to be a role for me to play here. And I would argue that it was probably that moment that catapulted Soulful from a summer program to a student leadership program. A program that wasn't just about, about having like time with the kids and for us to feel good as adults to like give back to our community. No, like a program to enable our kids to do that. Like from the moment they're ready, from the moment they're willing. And so that really touched my heart because I could tell that LJ like, I mean, he was just being so grateful. Like, thank you for doing that. Like, it changed the trajectory of what I thought I was able and uh, capable of doing. So that was just, I knew in, the mo in that moment, like, wow, this is profound. Anything that has happened here in this community is like the real deal, like this is legit. Um, and then something that my mom kind of illuminated to me afterwards, like maybe a month ago, was that in that same prayer, or in that same, in that same meeting, that like potentially final meeting, uh, one of our student leaders, um, she like, shared and then she kind of like included a little prayer and she was like god if it's your will um may this not be the last year of summer you know last year of summer of love and um and if it's your will that we might have another church sponsor us one day and and if it's your will that we could continue forward and, and keep doing this and um at the time no one really knew if that was gonna happen you know but you fast forward almost a year and um my mom made me realize like that prayer was absolutely answered and um you know, we're, we're a part of this community now. One Life has uh, graciously agreed to support us and partner with us. And it just dawned on me after, like, all this stuff, like, from last summer to now and all the things that I went through personally, learning how to be a director, all these things, right? Like, it, it, it took my mom taking me aside and saying, like, hey, God answered some prayers here. Like, you're a part of this, like, prayer being answered. And so I think um, all the little pieces that came together to allow it to continue and to continue with potentially uh, a much brighter future than we could have anticipated is, is just incredible. Um, and so it touches my heart and it just, I'm so grateful to be here, honestly. So, um, yeah. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. And I wanted to just add a little bit to that too, because um, it's been a really cool thing to, to sit and, and watch you come in and, and hear about what you're doing with Soulful, because you know, there's some of us here that were involved with Solidarity many years ago when Soulful first started up. Um, and, and that really came from parents in our neighborhood saying, hey, there's, there's no summer school. Like, we want something for our kids. So it was started out, like, led by the parents and them, them asking for something more. And, um, and Soulful has taken many different forms over the years. Um, May, actually, with Solidarity, was kind of, her role at one point was overseeing Soulful kind of across the neighborhoods. Um, and then that role came to an end, and, and there was just kind of that question of like, you know, is Soulful going to continue? Um, and then as uh, Elliot was talking about Janice, some of you might not know Janice, she's, she's been here in and out a little bit. Um, she's also, where is Kato? 
she's Kate, our, our new youth director, Kate Lee, it's, it's her mom. <laughs> um, and so it's been really cool to see how it's kind of, as things have gone on, it's kind of been passed from one person to, to the next, but it's this thing that's still going on. And I think that that's part of, as we just think about our missional life in whatever context that we're in, it's, the, it's not always on one person to like see it through to the end, but we get invited in and we get to play a part. Sometimes it's just for a season, and, and we might not know what that's going to look like, what the fruit of it, of it is going to be years later, but um, it's really awesome that we get to, we get to see that. <laughs> now it's kind of come full circle with, with Elliot running it and, and being back here at One Life. So it's awesome. All right, Marissa, you want to share a story? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> tengo varias, muchas, pero um, hace unos días me di cuenta eh, otra vez el por qué cada día le agradezco a Dios por estar en este trabajo. Uh, hace unos días uh, llegó una mamá eh, que nos platicó que quería que la, el doctor quería operarla de, de sus piernas, um, de, precisamente de las varices. Um, pero ella tenía, ella tenía miedo y nosotros, um, el grupo de mamás, um, platicamos con ella y le dijimos que no se preocupara, que Dios iba a, cuidar, iba a cuidarla y todo saldría bien. Al día siguiente ella no vino al ejercicio y le pregunté a la señora que vive a un lado de ella que si sabía de la señora Juana y me dijo que se sentía mal y que no quería operarse porque tenía miedo. Pero también no quería operarse porque no tenía quien le ayudara después de la operación. Así que las mamás se ofrecieron a darle de comer mientras se recuperara. Estas son las cosas que necesitamos nosotros ver como comunidad, el unirnos el apoyarnos en las buenas y en las malas. Es hermoso ver que todos tenemos un amigo en el cual podemos confiar. Dios es grande y nos ama mucho y nos dio un propósito. Y creo que mi propósito en este trabajo es conectar las necesidades de nuestra comunidad, buscando opciones, oportunidades, personas, organizaciones, grupos, etcétera, que puedan ayudarnos a tener un día una comunidad mejor. Um, so Marissa was saying she, she has a lot of stories, um, but just a few days ago, this is even a, a different story than what she shared yeah. with us when we were talking a few days ago. Um, so just this story kind of came to mind and it said, she said it just made her realize why, why she thanks God for this job that she has every day. Um, so there's, there's a mother in the community and um, her doctor had told her that they wanted to operate on her varicose veins, um, but she was afraid. And, and Martha and some of the other moms, um, they had told her not to worry. Um, they had prayed with her, said that um, God was going to take care of her. Everything was going to be fine. Um, the next day, um, they were having their exercise class, and, and that mom didn't come. And so Martha had asked um, one of her neighbors um, if she knew why, why Mrs. Juana um, wasn't there. And she had said that she was feeling bad. She didn't want to have the surgery. She was really afraid. Um, and a lot of that was just because she was afraid that she wasn't going to have anyone to help her after the surgery was over. And so the moms kind of came together and they offered to bring her food while she recovered um, and, and to help her out, to, to let her know that she wasn't gonna be alone in this. Um, and, and Martha was saying that these are the things that we need to see as a community, um, to, to unite, to support each other through the good times and the bad times, to know that you have friends that you can trust. Um, she said, God is great and he loves us very much and he gave us a purpose she believes that her purpose and her work is to connect um, to the needs of her community, finding out what her community needs and then be looking for the options, for the opportunities, the people, organizations, and groups 
um, that, that can come together and help out um, so that together they can create a better community every day. Um, and I think that's one of the things I love about what both of you guys are doing, that it's not just, it's not just about um, kind of providing services or activities or opportunities, but you guys are really working to, to build community um, and within that community um, to build up leaders as well. It's really beautiful. Um, so as we kind of close up, I would love for you guys to just share what are some ways that, that we at One Life um, can continue to support you guys? What are some ways, if there are people that are wanting to get more involved, um, what can that look like? Yeah, um, so I, you know, I, th I think obviously <laughs> the financial aspect of anything that we do in the community is always going to be a big, a big thing. Um, so donations are obviously always appreciated, um, and that can actually be done through the One Life the One Life um, donation page. There's a byline there for soulful giving. So um, if you feel interested in, in donating, all of the proceeds um, go straight to Soulful. Soulful is completely volunteer-based. Uh, we make no money at all. So um, you can rest assured that it'll be used in a proper manner. But on top of that, um, we are, so we are having the summer program this, this year in person and with a lot less uh, COVID protocols. So that's gonna be great. Um, and we might actually we we might actually need some adult volunteers because we're not really sure how the registration is going to work this year. Last year was a little a little small because of COVID again, and so this year we're hoping for a better turnout. Um, so if you actually do have the time, it's the dates for Co or, um, for Soul Four are going to be the fifth of July through the fourteenth. So that's a Tuesday through Friday, and then a Monday through Thursday the following week. And uh, if you were interested in volunteering with us for the summer program know that um, you actually do kind of take a back seat. You're actually kind of there just to be the adult. Um, the students really do like the majority of everything. So just kind of, if you, if you are interested in it, just be aware that like that's kind of what our role is actually enabling our students and not so much being the person who does everything, you know? Um, but uh, the hours are from 7.30 to around two o'clock. Um, so if you have the schedule that allows for that, please come and contact me. Um, you can uh, email me as well. I can send you my number, and we can talk about sending you a registration form uh, as an adult volunteer so that you can come and help out at the actual summer program. Um, and just moving into the future, in the latter half of the year, there's going to be a lot of programs that we're going to hope to want to launch. So um, I, I'm, I'll, I've already been kind of in conversations with some people in the community because um, I know that a lot of you guys have gifts and talents that uh, we could use. Uh, we could use in our community. But yeah, I think the main, the most pressing thing uh, in July is going to be the summer program. So if you're interested, um, at the moment, to be a student at the actual summer program, you have to be uh, in attendance at Richmond Elementary. But maybe next year we can have the resources to, to open it up to the rest of the community. So that would be really cool. But um, yeah, come talk to me if you're interested and, and I'd be more than happy to, to get you involved. Pues gracias a Dios estamos muy agradecidos por las donaciones que One Life ha hecho uh, durante varios años um, y hemos estado, um, hemos logrado muchos eventos y las familias han estado muy agradecidas por ello. También sé que están dando los snacks para los niños de después de la escuela y eso es lo que nos ha ayudado bastante a, a los programas, porque los niños déjenme decirle que vienen bien hambrientos de la escuela. Um, uh, también uh, no lo escribí aquí, pero uh, el evento anterior, el último que, que hice el 10 de mayo, uh, gracias a One Life, gracias a donaciones de más personas, um, eh, 
se logró juntar con 38 mamás a las cuales se les celebraron, eh, se les dio este, un desayuno, se les dieron, todas las mamás agarraron un, un regalo gracias a las donaciones uh, y estaban muy agradecidas por, por ese pequeño momento. Entonces, uh, gracias a One Life que sigue uh, igual, eh, próximamente tendré también celebrando como acaban de poner o anunciar aquí, yo también celebro eh, las graduaciones, celebramos, uh, pues yo soy hispana, muy hispana, <risa> ah, entonces allá celebramos uh, desde, desde preschool, entonces yo aquí también nosotros estamos celebrando, creo que ya tengo cuatro años celebrando las graduaciones, uh, entonces celebramos desde preschool hasta colegio y universidad. A este momento tengo uh, 30 y casi 40 estudiantes que vamos a celebrar este año, gracias a Dios, gracias con la ayuda de donaciones de aquí de One Life, de solidaridad y de otras, uh, grupo de mamás también, entonces, sí. Por último, me gustaría que, uh, como saben anteriormente, les había dicho que tenemos un pequeñito uh, jardín afuera, en el cual, déjenme decirles, que me acabo de comer el viernes dos fresas, <risa> muy buenas. Um, pero sí, me gustaría, um, la idea de este jardín es… Uh, que la comunidad, que el vecino, cualquier persona que, que quiera venir pueda llevarse chiles, jitomates, a fresas, a lo que tengamos aquí sembrados. Esa es la idea de, de, de unirnos, de, de compartir lo que tenemos. Entonces, gracias, gracias, Wanlai. Um, so, Martha was, was just saying thank you to, to One Life um, for um, the ways that we've been able to donate to help support um, some of their programs over the years, some of the events that they're doing. Um, there's also, some people have been giving um, snacks for the after school programs, um, which has been really important. She was saying there's some kids that come very hungry every day, so being able to have some snacks as they're doing their homework um, is, is really helpful. And, and those are things that we can continue to participate in. I know um, Sunny and, and I think Nan has um, been bringing some snacks, and so that's another way that people can get involved if you want to donate some snacks. Um, and as she was talking to you about the community garden that we were able to, to, to create a couple, couple weeks ago with Love Fullerton, and, and Martha was saying that that's, that's something that's been a dream of hers for a lot of years, and so it's been really cool to see that actually happening, um, to have this space that, you know, they can work together to cultivate it, but then people from the community can come, they can take spices, take vegetables, things that they can take home um, to use as well. Um, she was saying that just this past week they had two strawberries, so <laughs> that, that was exciting to see. <laughs> she <laughs> said she ate two strawberries. Oh, she ate two strawberries, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were very good. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's starting, starting to come up. needs a little bit more work, you know, as we were talking about, Nan's also going to be working on that sensory garden. Um, let's see, what else did we say there? Oh, um, they also, a couple weeks ago, they were able to do um, a Mother's Day event. They've done this. Was this the second year? This one millennial? Oh. Uh, a lot of years. Four. That's the point of what? For the church, it's a second uh, donation. Para el Mother. Yes. Okay. Um, so for four years, they've been doing this this Mother's Day event. The last couple of years, One Life has been able to, to help support it. And so they do um, like a meal for the moms, and each mom gets a gift. Um, so that's something they just did. And they also have a graduation celebration coming up. They have almost 40 students that are going to be graduating. And it's from anywhere from preschool all the way up through college. Um, and so that's another way that, that One Life is able to, to help support, um, provide, provide a small gift um, for the students. So, yeah. 
Um, so if you guys, if you guys are at all interested in getting involved in, in either of these things with Solidarity, with Soulful, um, you guys can talk with, with Elliot, with Martha, um, talk with any of us pastors as well, um, and we can kind of get you guys plugged in, whether it's through donations or volunteering and some of the things that they're doing. Um, we would love to continue to support them. So thank you guys for being here today. Thank you for the work that you guys are doing. Uh, if we could give them a round of applause. So I appreciate it. <laughs>